Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. And coming up on today's episode, we're talking more NFL. Right now, the big viral clip that's gone out in New York of the whole Aaron Rodgers to Garrett Wilson connection has everybody going nuts in the first few days of training camp. So we're going to have a little topic about who is the best quarterback and wide receiver duo in the NFL today. Give you some, my top, my top five, and maybe some underrated duos who could break out this year. We're going to get into Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Is this his bounce back year? He's been, he struggled the last couple of years. You know, so we'll see what happens. They made some movement. They signed some key players. And we're going to get into the rookie quarterbacks. Which one will have the biggest impact on their team this year? Because some highly rated quarterbacks. You know, we got CJ Stroud. We got Anthony Richardson. And, of course, number one overall pick, Bryce Young. And some QBs that fell, like Will Levis. Will any of these be a rookie of the year candidates? And will they improve on the team's new year? So, but first, remember, the show is now airing every Tuesday and Friday. And it's streaming on all platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc., as well as on the website, sportstalkfromthecrib.com. Be sure to follow our social media outlets at Feel the Heat Entertainment. Still FTHG. It's on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. So be sure to go follow there, too. So let's get into the first topic of the day. It's going to be which rookie quarterback is going to have the biggest impact for their team. Bryce Young went number one to the Carolina Panthers. CDA Stroud went number two to the Houston Texans. Anthony Richardson went number four overall to the Indianapolis Colts. And Mel Kuyper's favorite guy, Will Levis. Fell all the way out of the first round. The Tennessee Titans actually second pick. So this is a second round pick, 33rd overall. He went to the Tennessee Titans. And he has had the best camp of what I'm seeing so far. So which of these quarterbacks will have the biggest impact? And if I really... like these, This quarterback class, it's been highly praised. Let's start off right here. It's been very highly praised. A lot of hype with these individuals, individuals coming out, but biggest bus potential possibly with this class. It may not live up to expectations like some of these experts are putting out there. And I kind of with them on that. Their project, especially Anthony Richardson, he's probably the biggest question mark. The Colts um, took a big time gamble getting him a fourth overall. And he didn't have the greatest season as a Gator last year. And not very many starts. Not very much experience. And you saw that um, last year in college. The inconsistency was really bad. The accuracy was not very good. But he's the one who has the biggest question mark. But the physical traits are there. He's like Cam Newton times 10 when it comes to the physical Traits, this, this guy is super athletic. But if you're going to ask me who's going to have the he has the biggest impact potential, I would say. I'm talking impact this year. 
I'm going to go with C.J. Stroud in Houston. Bryce Young scares me a little bit. I like what Carolina's doing. You know, one thing in common that all these teams have that drafted quarterbacks, aside from the Titans, they're all under new head coaches. They've got a whole new regime there that believes in them. But I'm going to go with C.J. Stroud. To me, he's bigger. I think he has a stronger arm. And I think Houston may actually surprise some people in the AFC South. You got D'Amico Ryan's new head coach. Been a defensive coordinator for the 49ers. Once played for the Houston Texans franchise. To me, he was the perfect fit. Houston's been under scrutiny with ownership in the last few years. And he also got to boot out Deshaun Watson. We all know what happened there. It seems like they're starting to turn the corner. I think with C.J. Stroud, they are. I expect C.J. Stroud to struggle at times this year, but like all rookie quarterbacks are going to do. But I really think Houston is going to surprise some people in the AFC South. Damian Pierce was a great running back who they got out of the fourth round last year. He shined. I mean, he was a beast. He lost Brandon Cooks on the offense. At wide receiver, but that's okay. They've added pieces. They added his teammate. So, I expect big things from Houston. Honestly, their, their defense was horrible. It was just horrific. But I believe C.J. Stroud will have the best impact this year amongst the rookies. Anything's better than 313-1. and one. I mean, if you get four wins, this is an improvement. So, like I said, D'Amico Ryan's new head coach. They drafted C.J. Stroud, and they get Will Anderson with the very next pick be that cornerstone defensive player. C.J. Stroud's going to make the biggest impact. If you were to ask me who's going to be the least impactful player, it's definitely Will Levis. I don't see him being an NFL quarterback. I can't see it. The guy probably has the strongest arm out of all of them. He's a weight room junkie. But I don't see any kind of skills coming to NFL. None whatsoever. I don't see it at all. So you got Ryan Tannehill there as well. He's in the last year of his contract. They drafted Malik Willis last year. You saw a little bit what to expect from him. You don't really expect much. So they took a fire on him. Dropped to the second round, so why not? Mel Kuyper, man, oh man, oh man. Your boy, who you thought was probably, what, the second best quarterback possibly in this draft, fell into the second round. So, so much you know about football. But they uh, kept you on and fired Todd McShay. Hmm. But anyways, he's going to be my least. I just don't expect anything whatsoever. Bryce Young scares me a little bit because of his weight. Now, Carolina may be in the best position to win now. They made crazy improvements on this team. They got all those draft picks. You know, when they traded DJ Moore. Um, to They trade all those draft picks away. Then they traded DJ Moore, the last wide receiver, to Chicago for that number one pick to get Bryce Young. 
man, seeing him at like 185, is that what he is on the field? Maybe smaller? It looks like, it looks that way. That's the one thing that does scare me. Almost like Tua. I'm afraid that kid's going to get hurt when somebody from that defense line like knocks him out or a linebacker or something. Now, like Carolina defense is going to be one of the tops in the league. So they may save him. May give him some grace period to do that. I like Bryce. They had Adam Thielen, a vet wide receiver to the group. So they brought him in. And we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I just, I know he played a heck of a career there at, when he was with Alabama. And he's going to be a decent pro. I think. But the weight scares the crap out of me with him. The same way it did with Tua. Small stature. It's like, I think he could only survive for so long in that. But we'll see what um, Frank Wright does over there since he's a new head coach at Carolina. They had a heck of a running game last year. I mean, they went 7-10. and 10. It was this, oh, man, the quarterback play was bad. Yeah, and Baker Mayfield and the Sam Darnold thing and this every this is it was just ridiculous. But now they got the QB of the, of the future. They hope and they expect it. Um, now for Anthony Richardson and in Indy, like I said before, this is Cam Newton times ten if it works out. Physical traits are there, athletic ability. The concern is the inaccuracy. The knowledge of the game and the QB position for the guy. The guy could probably play a wide receiver or a tight end or you like on the ball. Like the guy has blazing speed for a quarterback. He could catch. He can throw the ball, damn ball, like 80 yards, no problem with the flick of the wrist. The guy is nuts. We'll see how he works in Indy. Like he's the biggest project out of them all. He does have the biggest impact potential. But overall, I'm going to stick with CJ Stroud, Stroud as my biggest impact in the QB class this year. Speaking of QBs, let's talk about a certain one out there in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson. He was hurt last year. Amid the whole contract negotiations, Extension couldn't work out. It went down to here the springtime before the NFL draft, and they got it done. So now Lamar Jackson's paid. Now, can he get back to his MVP self? Last couple of years, kind of fallen off a little bit. He struggled at times, especially in the passing game. I believe a lot of that has to do with, you know, Baltimore just trying to, they got a new offense coordinator this year, but in past ways, it's, it seems like the last couple of years, they got away from the run game, downhill running, offensive line, doing their thing. And we want the ball in Lamar Jackson's hands. We want him to be this pocket passer. We want him to throw about 40, 45 times a game, call it a day. And then their running game, this was non-existent all of a sudden because that's the type of plays they were calling. And defense knew what they were calling. It's like Lamar Jackson snapped the ball, be heroic, Make some crazy play for us. And we're going to win the ball game. Well, this hasn't worked. Because there's just no 
fluid. There's it's, something's got to give. Can't just say, "Hey, now we're paying you all this money. We're gonna do the same thing this year." Like, let's get back to more balanced attack. Let's get running the ball. Lamar Jackson can run the ball too. Just don't want to get hurt. But he was eight and four as a starter last year. You know, but he only had seventeen touchdowns, seven picks. Previous year was 16 touchdowns, 13 picks. Like I said, he struggled last couple of years. 2019 MVP. 2020, he was lights out as well. So can he get back to where at least he was three years ago? I think it's yes. Because they've added pieces. Especially Odell Beckham Jr. He's back. We know he went down in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Now he's with Lamar Jackson. He's ready to play football again. They had Rashad Bateman a couple of years ago in the draft they got in the first round. He's back from injury. And this year they drafted Zay Flowers with their first round pick. Again, so they're surrounding him with talent. So now you actually have two wide receivers. And then Mark Andrews still is your tight end. You add the running game. This offense should get back to that 2019 or at least at 2020 level of consistency and effectiveness and being a little bit scary to face. I really believe this is going to be Lamar Jackson's bounce back year. Adding Zay Flowers in the draft was huge. Rashad Bateman, I think this is going to be an animal in this offense this year with their new offense court. And he kind of was last year. He just ended up getting hurt. He started off the year so hot. And then he got hurt, cooled off a little bit, and then this was hurt. So it's hopefully he can stay on the field, to go with Zay Flowers, to go with Mark Andrews. And OBJ? You're looking at a three-wide receiver crew in a tight end. This could be dangerous. And you add Lamar Jackson's legs to that? Look out. Expect big things from this offense. I expect big things from this offense. Even if OBJ is not to his normal self, which I don't really expect him to be on that level, but I expect him to be effective enough with the other two young guys on the outside there with him and Andrews covering the middle of the field. I expect big things from this Baltimore Ravens offense. I expect Lamar Jackson to get back. That 2020. I expect the Baltimore Ravens maybe push to get to that AFC Championship game and possibly a Super Bowl with this team. It'll be a lot better than people think this year. And it could be very scary for the rest of the AFC. You got a lot of powerhouses. You got the Chiefs. You got the Bills. You got the upcoming Dolphins. You got other teams just trying to go for it. And it's going to be interesting to see because you still got the Bengals in the division. The Steelers are going to be better in the division. You know, it's one of the toughest divisions every year in and year out. So let's take big things from Lamar Jackson and this Ravens. I expect them to hit 12 wins. I'm guessing a 12-5 and season for him. That's my prediction. And now for the final topic of the day, who is the best QB wide receiver duo 
in the NFL for this 2023-24 season. I want to give you my top five. I want to mention some honorable mentions and some underrated duos this year that could possibly be very, very good. So, I'm going to start giving you my top five. I want to start with number five. And I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown as my fifth best tandem in the league. They went to the Super Bowl together in their first year. With A.J. Brown coming over, what a trade. To get Jalen Hurts and develop as a passer and bring him in to go alongside Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. You see what a certain team did and they went to the Super Bowl? Was I just talking about something about like this? Like Lamar Jackson? You know? Adam Pease? Okay, okay. So, look what happened. In part, my, my take. So, A.J. Brown is a beast of a wide receiver. Yeah, there were games where, like, Hurts and him may have not connected as well as they have liked, but, man, did they have some monster games. And Jalen Hurts had a monster season. So, look for Philly to be still, they're still together. They're still going to be damn good. They're retooling their defense, and they bringing everybody back on offense. Expect Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown to do big things. At number four, I got Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Like, come on. It's a 1,000 yards. That's given. We're getting a 1,000 easy receiving yards by him. And AFC East is a little bit better this year. We'll see how they really are. Good little Stephon Diggs. Training camp, supposed to be some friction, blah, 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 with him and Josh Allen on the offense or whatever's going on. But he reported the camp now. And I expect big things again. But guess what? In Miami, they got Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard. Be on the lookout. Look for Stephon Diggs to get shut down. But anyways, they're still a great tandem by Miami. <laughs> they're still going to be a great tandem. And uh, I still put them up there because the connections have been flawless ever since they brought Stephon Diggs. Hey, look, another team bringing in wide receivers. They're QB to blossom. That's why they've been great the last two, three years. Okay, on to number three. Here's a new tandem, Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson. Aaron Rodgers traded to New York. Now he's got Garrett Wilson. Remember, he used to have a certain other number 17. He went by the name of Devontae Adams. Yeah, we're seeing it here. Like, Garrett Wilson's like the young, straight out of college. This is his second year. He played great as a rookie last year, despite the horrid QB play by the Jets. They had a great defense. But their offense and the, well, the quarterback play just sucked. Put it that way. You had Mike White had his moments, had a great game, and gets knocked down, and gets thrown back in there, has another great game, and you had him and Garrett Wilson on a good track. But then you had Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson's claiming he's going to try everything better. Well, we all know Zach Wilson's better off not playing. You got a former MVP now in Aaron Rodgers. New York's excited. They were in training camp. I mean, heck, the video went viral. It's all, oh, look at Garrett Wilson with a little toe tapper in the back of the end zone during training camp. Everybody's excited in New York. Jets fans are excited. We all know. Sometimes Jets fans get let down. But we'll see how the tandem works, but I tell you what. I got them at number three already, and they haven't even played a snap. Because I expect big things from these guys. And number two. Got a certain Alabama, former Alabama quarterback and two attack of Valoa and Tyreek Hill. Mainly because of Tyreek Hill. 
Just stole the ball anywhere near him. He's going to outrun the whole entire defense and score the touchdown. He's going to somehow make a catch and zigzag around like five, six guys and get free for another 25, 30 yards. If Tua stays healthy, this is scary. Because him and Jalen Waddle may even be the top receiver tandem in the league. Now, this don't get a concussion, okay? We don't need any kind of concussions. Tua, block for him. Get the ball out of his hands quick. A la Tyreek Hill. The guy says he's going to have 2,000 receiving yards easy this year. Came out and just said it. I believe it. Tua and Tyreek are a heck of a connection. Now my number one. And that is, of course, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Can't beat it. They went, played at LSU together. How smart is it for Cincy to bring them together here? They got Joe Burrow, and they get Jamar Chase, and then now they're the best QB wide receiver duo in the league. No questions asked. You all know the story. They may have the best tandem. T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd shouldn't be slept on either. They That wide receiver group with Joe Burrow, my goodness. And I'm just going to give you a stat. You want some stats? I'm going to give you a stat. Is a two Y. Here's Joe Burrow since he's coming to the league. 104.8 passer rating. 8,023 passing yards. 61 TDs to 23 picks. In 28 games with him and Jamar Chase. Now, Jamar Chase counts for 2,475 of those yards. And 22 TDs out of the 61 he's thrown. Jamar Chase has 166 catches already. It's insane. The chemistry is the best in the league. If I had to pick two, it is Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. I want that type of connection between my quarterback and my wide receiver. And that's why they are number one. Okay, now I'm going to give you some Maybe noteworthy QB wide receiver duo to look out for this year. Could possibly be good. It could, you know, not be that great. But this is just some duos that I'm going to throw out there. And one of them is Dak Prescott to Brandon Cooks. Yes, I know they have CD Lamb. Michael Gallup was coming back from an injury last year. He didn't really play that well. If you add a deep threat in Brandon Cooks, it could actually maybe make that Dak Prescott CD Lamb connection even more so that's i want going to go there but i think dak with brandon cooks that could be something in a dallas passing game i'm just going to mention trevor lawrence to a calvin ridley jaguars last year signed christian kirk he played really well with that with trevor lawrence he was the go-to guy now you add calvin ridley who's been a year removed from football because of the whole suspension, the gambling, and, and whatnot. So, that's, a, that's one to look out for. Because Calvin really was the number one in Atlanta there. And now he could possibly be, not on Jacksonville, you're going to have a one-two. You're going to have Christian Kirk and him. Jacksonville could be a lookout. And that connection between Trevor Lawrence and Calvin really could be something special. Now, another one I have on here is Lamar and OBJ. I've already went over all that. 
I expect Lamar Jackson, OBJ, or possibly even Rashad Bateman in the one of the best QB wide receiver duos for this year. And another one I put in there was Derek Carr, Chris Olave. Chris Olave had a pretty good, solid rookie campaign. The QB play there of Andy Dalton really wasn't that great, and he was still putting up decent rookie numbers. Now he actually has a quarterback that can give him the ball. So even though Derek Carr had a down year, that was with the Raiders. Now he's with the Saints. I don't, I don't expect huge things, but I expect the QB virus here with them, Derek Carr and Chris Olave to be some, maybe even Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas still play? Is he going to be hurt again? Or is his ankle going to throw a flare up? I mean, what's going to happen? Michael J- Thomas is healthy. Let's get it. And one of the other ones I threw in there, this one may shock you. I put Justin Fields and DJ Moore. DJ Moore came over for Carolina. Now he's in Chicago. Justin Fields, you now have a pretty damn good wide receiver. The inaccuracies and stuff that you have, you know we have an electric running game with you. This can take on anybody. So if you get the passing game down better, now you have somebody. You have DJ Moore. So let's get it together. We're going to see what Justin Fields does this year. If it doesn't happen this year, then he's just not going to pan out. But it's an underrated wide receiver QB duo, I think, for this year in Chicago with Fields and DJ Moore. Well, all right, that's going to do it for today's episode. I want to thank you all for joining me here on Sports Talk from the crib with your favorite sports host, Tanner Christian. Remember, new episodes are airing every Tuesday and Friday, and it's available on all streaming platforms. Be sure to check us out at Feel the Heat Entertainment. It's Feel the Heat ENT on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And be sure to check out the official website at sportstalkfromthecrib.com for the podcast streams on there as well. And you can check out the latest in the blog entries. So be on the lookout for that. Thank you for joining me again. Catch y'all next time.